Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that we are here. And we thank you that we are in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for the day gone by yesterday, for all the good that you have blessed us with. We thank you for the peace. We thank you for health. We thank you for safety. We thank you for filling us with your revelation. And we thank you, Lord, that you continue to renew your mercy for us, that you look not upon our sins, upon our failures, upon our vulnerabilities, but you give strength when we come to you in submission. When we empty ourselves out, you are ever willing to fill with your revelation, your wisdom, and your guidance, your teaching. You give us our teacher, our advocate, our friend, the Holy Spirit, to be with us at all times. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you continue to pour your peace and joy into our hearts, that we can go into our secret place of prayer and focus. And then rise above the storms like an eagle, for your word says, they that wait upon the Lord there in that secret place shall mount up with wings like eagles, rise above and soar, not fly against and not challenge the storm, but soar above it. We thank you, Father. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. With every Christian that does not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you, Lord. We offer ourselves to be your voice and to share your message with your people. All for your glory, Father. And we call on your name as we make our prayer, lifting ourselves, our family, and all those that we are praying for, lifting them up at this altar, Lord. We call, them, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our preserver, the great I am, the one who teaches us to profit. And today we shall reflect on the assignment of money in our life. We call on the name of the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, above the mercy seat, the Elohim Adonai, Lord of Lords. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The Lion of Judah, our rock, our refuge, our strength, our foundation, the God of our salvation, our daily bread who has come straight down from heaven, the light of the Father who came into the world. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of the creator, the father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come, our comforter, The one who has made his tabernacle within us now gives life to our mortal body that we are charged in the spirit to receive revelation of the Father that will transform our lives and those of whom he sends us to as well. Just as Jesus said, the Lord working with them in the book of Acts. The Lord working with them through signs and wonders. We hold on to that faith, Father. 
that we are blessed to be a blessing to everyone around us. In your name, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with angels, with destiny helpers. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every physical provision in accordance with your riches, not in accordance with what we deserve. And you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we shall be found lacking nothing. And it is your plan that we should live in abundance and not head towards death, the outcome of sin, but towards life, the outcome of salvation. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection, a cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by your precious blood, Jesus. We declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. We put on our angels and, and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and any kind of spiritual activity that, that attempts to work against our well-being. We declare spiritual protection as well by the blood of Jesus. And we command that angelic protection in his mighty name and declare divine exemption from all these kinds of calamities against these your people, Lord. In the name of the King, in the name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. We declare it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Today we start a two-part series on and reflect on the concept of money. The assignment of money in our life. We all need money to survive and many have become slave to it. When our engagement with money goes to varying degrees, to the point of not having enough to pay for our current life expenses, or bills, or on the other extreme, you have become so addicted to it and so obsessed by it that they can't get away from it. What does what value do we hold for money in our lives? And I have learned that there are four types or four stages of prosperity financially or materially. The first one is survival where the person is just getting by, struggling to pay bills, but sort of making ends meet. Now I'm not even looking at those that are not yet surviving, that are below that line. 
If you are just doing well, you will be in one of these four categories. They're just sort of making ends meet, not progressing any more in life, living from their hand up until their mouth, and that's it. That cycle of life continues in the same way. Mind you, that is not a blessing. That is a curse to live like this. When you look at John 10.10, 10, that is not the kind of life he is describing there. The second type is comfort. This is when you have paid all your bills and you have, <clears throat> you have some leftover, some savings for other things. In some ways, you do have a little bit of abundance here. So this is a blessing. The third one is luxury, where you can afford better outcomes, better than a lifestyle of comfort. You're seeing a lot more. You have a lot more available and leftover. This also is a blessing. And then when you go one step further, when it goes to extravagance, this extreme lifestyle requires loads of money. This is a curse. We might envy them the way they live. Popular stars in whatever fields or industry they are in. People that have lots of money. That live in that extravagance beyond luxury. This is a curse because it will cost the person something. They must part with. It is something they must part with in order to reach that level of financial capability. Extravagance is a curse. And I'm just reminded here of the scene from Matthew chapter 4, where Satan took Jesus to the mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and said, if you bow down to me, <clears throat> if you worship me, you submit to me then I will give you all these kingdoms and all these wealth. And many have taken that path and sold their soul to the devil for fame, for money, for riches, for extravagance in their life. The transaction that is taking place there is being described in Revelations 18. In fact, if you look at Revelation 17, it talks about the woman called Babylon. And then in Revelations 18, verse 3, it tells you that the merchants of the world have waxed rich by trading with this person, by trading with Babylon. And if you go on reading in Revelations 18, as you get down to verse 12 and 13, it talks about the kind of merchandise she deals in, the kind of merchandise this person trades in. And along with all other commodities, the last one that it mentions there in verse 13 is the souls of people, the souls of men. That's one of the things. So obviously, this is someone that is coming from Satan. The souls of men is what the trade is in, ultimately. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 10 also says, The love of money is the root cause of all evil. 
are we attracted to it is a question we need to ask ourselves what position have we given money in our lives how do we see money as a master as an owner if you are working for money then it is your owner and it is your master and this is why jesus said in matthew 6 verse 24 you cannot serve two masters what is he trying to tell us there he said you cannot serve two masters both god and mammon which means money or materialism if you go in depth into it it's actually materialism but we stick to money for now you will choose one and you will reject the other so jesus says money is not just their master but their god because they work for it they have submitted it to it they have submitted to it and they have given it a position above everything else look at those four types of four stages of the uh, prosperity that we have looked at earlier survival comfort luxury extravagance you are either a slave to money even your at survival or below survival or when you are on the other extreme as well when you are on the other two in between there is an opportunity to strike a balance provided we understand and recognize what money what position money should have in our life now god said i came jesus this is jesus now john 10 10 i came that you might have a life in abundance so if your life looks like you're a slave to money obviously that isn't the kind of life it doesn't match that description that he is talking about when he says abundance abundance means living in freedom not slavery anything that keeps you in slavery is not abundance now you look from that perspective at your own life and think what position have i given mammon in my life so let's look at let's get into what position money should have in our lives <clears throat> not just touch upon it today we'll continue on it tomorrow money has only two assignments in our life one is to build efficiency and two is time redemption it is a means of gaining and regaining back our time of building success building that abundance when you look at efficiency so it is meant to be a tool or a commodity that you will use to improve upon the abundance in your life without letting it take over and then at the same time time redemption redeeming back your time look at what our current lifestyle looks at looks like for all of us we trade our time for money for a salary at the end of a fortnight or the month <clears throat> and what we really should be looking at when you look at these two assignments efficiency and time redemption is 
we don't look at trading time for money but we look at using that money to trade it back for our time that's time redemption where money is not your master but we treat it as we rightly should use it as that commodity to buy and sell and to retrieve back our time which is actually the key parameter for our destiny it is not your money you can't measure your destiny by money look at it spiritually and think how would you measure your destiny the thing to redeem there is once which something that once which gone does not come back and that is only time you can always gain back money the only thing that's indispensable there is time ask a dying man what does he value the most is it money or is it time and every single one of them will say i wish i had more time we shall stop there today we continue on that reflection on the assignment of money in our life in our second part of this series father in the name of jesus i ask for an opening of our eyes to see your truth that when we quote john 10 10 all the time every time what does it really mean for that abundance in respect to money what part does money play in that abundance where do we draw the line and say you will not go any further you would not take over the lead position in our life for our life is surrounded by and we surround that life around the presence of jesus let our eyes be open to see your truth lord when we reflect on our own circumstances with respect to money and what does it mean to each of us personally based on where we are currently at in our circumstances and help us understand the limitations of it but also on the other end lord to rise above from working for money trading our time for it we ask you to grant your understanding your wisdom to us lord to see how we can use that money to trade back for our time so that the time then obtained can be put to greater purposes in accordance with your will that you have for us we ask for that edification in our spirit this day father and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today for all families that are facing all kinds of division and separation we pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially that of prayerlessness busyness ignorance of your ways and your word which is directly tied to our understanding of the assignment of money in our life as well and the next one again which is tied to it is poverty help us understand lord that resource which you have given us which we have now raised to a position that we have become idolaters when we worship that money help us rise above it lord 
Let every such yoke of ignorance, every such yoke of idolatry over our lives be broken in the name of Jesus. Every such yoke of materialism that is a life totally in the flesh, devoid of anything in the spirit, let that yoke be broken this day, Father. Let your light shine through, your light which provides wisdom, revelation, understanding, the opening of our eyes to your truth for abundance and then for dominion is more than mammon. Open our eyes to that truth, Father. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. One with your spirit, who also prays with us and on our behalf. Then we know, Lord, as your word says, <clears throat> that prayer of agreement is an answered prayer because the Father will do whatever we ask for in the name of Jesus. This is what Matthew 18, 19 says. We stand on that promise of your word, your word that you exalted above yourself, above your name. We stand on the promise of that word. And we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this is an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. And to release you, those that are praying for that gift to release your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Jadi dalah Shara <laughs> 
In the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We believe, Lord, and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. Scripture that was placed on my heart this morning is from Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 to 19. Quoted from the NIV that says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections that, uh, that he posts on our social media channels as well as our Telegram group. Also by the Friday evening Bible study sessions, by the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions as well. Please share links for people to join. Let others be blessed by that same gift that you are receiving. The links for all sessions are the same, the same Zoom and YouTube link, and they're all these sessions are aired live on both platforms. Recordings are also stored on YouTube. On our, they are posted on our Facebook page and are stored on our Spotify podcast channel as well. 
you can encourage them to join either way the way they could listen to recordings or they can join live sessions and participate and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory we bless and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead everyone thank you russell god bless everyone